certainly appreciate uh, Lamont Paris's time. And Lamont, welcome back to Sport Talk. Uh, just heartbroken for you guys over the weekend. Uh, how you doing today, man? Oh, you know, uh, I'm making progress in terms of my – this is the longest basketball hangover I've had in a long time. I, I'm, I'll be honest with you. Um, probably since we lost in the national championship game. Uh, it's, this is the longest basketball hangover I've had. But I'm moving forward, and uh, our guys deserve that. And um, so I'm just, I'm just frustrated. I was, I was sick to my stomach that those guys were not able to play uh, uh, in the conference tournament. They had been through so much during the regular season, and so you know the timing, the timing was unfortunate, but. Uh, not that many people care. I guess everybody's going through something. Kansas is doing the same thing right now. They've got two guys I just saw today. Uh, McCormick, their they're starting big man and their best interior player, and, and another guy are out. So um, the problem is they play in a league where if you go 9-8 and eight like we did, you're already in the tournament. Right, so, right. Um, but, uh, but anyway, I'm making, I'm, making, I'm making progress. Well, uh, um, good, because, man, kind of talk us through. So for the listeners that don't pay uh, especially close attention, it was Darius Banks, who uh, a forward that you that, that kind of started playing. He was a transfer, started playing in January, really came on and was really getting, I thought, you know, gaining chemistry with the other guys out there. And Malachi Smith, who yeah. is arguably the best player on the team, and he was certainly all Southern Conference. So talk us, uh, walk us, walk us through the whole process. I mean, when did, when did they test? When did it come back positive? And how much time did you have before tip-off to know this? Yeah, we we uh, we test three times a week, and so um, we had we we had gotten word that uh, uh, that there were some symptoms. Uh, that's one of the guys wasn't feeling well, so then we tested, and uh, uh, so then we, Darius tested positive. Um, and so we knew about him first. We knew his status first with a positive test, uh, with a positive PCR test. There's just no no getting around. He was not going to be available. Um, the question was, was uh, Malachi, as his roommate, would he be deemed a close contact? Right. And, uh, you know, that, that took some time to contact trace that. And, and ultimately, ultimately, uh, he was. And, it was deemed that, and so we were we were uh, we knew we knew probably Thursday night that uh, who we would end up playing with, and that's who we would have. So. Oh wow, man! So he, they didn't even get to go. I mean, they didn't even get on the yeah, bus, no, or whatever. Which they, you... no, no, they didn't even get they didn't get to go on a trip uh, at all. And so what was what was frustrating, uh, you know, as a team, is that your team morphs, and our team did it. You know, five, six times this year, you have a group that is, this is your starting group. This is the rotation that you're in. These guys are playing a relative, close to these amount of minutes on most instances, right? And so you fall into that, and then that adjusts if, if a guy is not here. And that, that adjustment may take three or four games before you get good with that adjustment. And so I thought we had had our final adjustment, and I liked what we had with this final adjustment. Again, I felt... This was as confident as I have felt in a long, long time going into the NC or going into the conference tournament about 
about our ability to win, and our likelihood to win the tournament. Um, and so uh, just making those adjustments, again, and now playing with a different group. Had we had four or three or four games, that group can play at a really high level as well. But it takes some time to get, to get that going usually. Coach, when you when you found out the news and and, and you had to tell a team, I mean, and I, that had to have been a, a big blow for them. How how do you how do you fight the how should I put this? How do you fight the uh, just the 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 negativity uh, around that announcement and, and trying to get that team back up because they got to play a game? Yeah, there are a lot of there, there are a lot of emotions that go uh, into that and. Um, as as the head coach and the face of the program, I have to I have to handle the news uh, first, and and so the guys are going to be more inclined to, to to follow your lead when it, as it comes to that. So certainly there was some frustration, um, and I, I felt really bad for the guys, uh, um, but the game wasn't going to be canceled. They weren't going to postpone it because we had a couple guys are going to be out, so we had to play. And, and so, and we, and we had to play, we subbed in, we subbed two starters out, right? And we subbed them in with two guys that had started and AJ uh, Caldwell and uh, Jamal Walker. And we were in fact undefeated when those guys in the games that those two started together. So there was, there was no lack of confidence. I wanted to make sure that the guys knew that there should be no lack of confidence. We weren't looking for any sympathy while we recognized and felt bad for our teammates and that weren't going to be there, we had to go perform and we had to go play, and our chances of winning were good. They were really good. If we played well, our chances of winning were good, no matter who we faced. And so uh, that was the kind of the mentality that we went into from the moment that I broke the news to them to uh, it was right before practice to getting right into watching film and then going to practice and putting your hard hat on. So I think we had a good mindset. I don't, I don't think we were feeling sorry for ourselves at all. I just don't think we played played well. Well, and they gave it one heck of an effort, especially Jamal Walker. I mean, this guy, I think, deserves a lot of credit for coming in. And, and, and you know, as, as the season went on, your depth got a little bit better. He's a young guy, so there was a lot more experience behind him. Uh, and then they ended up getting a little bit more minutes here and there. But Jamal Walker hung in there and gave it a heck of an effort against ETSU. He he did. Jamal was great. He was he, he played he performed the best out of anyone on the team other than Josh Ianni was two for three. So statistically he was good, right? He got in foul trouble and couldn't play as many minutes. But but he was the one bright spot. If we looked from an offensive output standpoint, we did some other things well. But from an offensive output standpoint, uh, you know, you look at uh, Stefan Kanich, you look at uh, DJB, uh, uh, you look at Casey Hankton, you look at. Uh, AJ Caldwell. We had a lot of guys that underachieved relative to what they're capable of in the shots that they got that did, just did not perform well. And that's not, I mean, they were trying, obviously, uh, but it was a real bright spot to have Jamal go out there. He was aggressive and, and, and he played well. But you, you think about it, what re- where it really hurts is not just that you're subbing out those two starters and, and we're subbing in with two guys that don't typically start, right? That's one aspect. Uh, but the next aspect of it is that we then had to play. Uh, Grant was had to, uh, Ledford for us had to play when that was he had just been cleared. He had he had some foot surgery early in the year and had not played one second of basketball all season. And he 
two days before we play, gets cleared to go up and down live play for the first time. And then he plays, whatever, 15 to 20 minutes in the next game. Wow. And, and I had nerve to get on Grant because he there was a, de- a defensive assignment, a defensive mistake that he made. Come on. I literally smacked myself in the face after the game <laughs> after I had nerve to get on that guy. He hadn't been in one full practice yet. So that's where it really affects you. Sure, and and I like Grant Ledford's game, so I can't wait to see him back. So how? And I know time is time. There's nothing we can say today on uh, what is it, March ninth? That won't might not be true or not true by the time August rolls around. But I said this all season long, and I think this group really enjoys each other. It has a feeling like they like each other. So how many? You know how how different do you think the roster will be? I mean, I'm sure some will move on, but with the extra. Uh, you you guys do get an extra year, right? If they want to come yep, back. Yep, yep, we get an extra year. Yes. So so everyone uh, that was that played this year will have another year of eligibility, an extra year of eligibility. It was a free year, so to speak. And so, um, yeah, I I I know that the guys enjoyed playing with each other. Uh, that doesn't always equate to you know what kind of turnover you're going to have. Uh, uh, during for for one from one team to the next it's just how it is today in 2021 so um i anticipate i have a core group of guys that i feel like in order for us to be better next year which we've done every year we've gotten better every every year for us to be better again next year i have a core group of guys that are five-ish guys that have to be here uh in order for the my chances to be really good of being definitely being better next year. You think about it, we lost four starters from last season and we were significantly better this year, right? Yes. Um, in every which way. I, I think from the eyeball test to to even from a an overall wins versus losses percentage, um in, in pretty much every way, particularly with what we were dealing with. But yeah, so uh uh I anticipate that there'll be some guys, a couple guys that didn't play much that will want to look for something, and I won't begrudge those guys at all. Um, there'll be a couple guys that I would really want to stay that might be interested in, in doing something different, and then there'll be a couple guys that probably both of us feel like, ah, you know, uh, there might be greener pastures somewhere else. We've tried it as well as we can here, and, and we'll look for something different. So. Um, I will start that process tomorrow, actually, okay. and that'll usually take about a week to get that all figured out. And then, you know, then you can finally start looking at at, at recruits when you find out what your cover's going to look like. So we'll try to get that figured out over the next uh, three or four days, business days, and then uh, and then get back right onto the recruiting trails. So I think you just answered my question. You know, once you're fully recovered from this basketball hangover. Um, what's, uh, I mean, how, how does, how does coach Paris take a break? Is it, uh, going back to work or do you, do you actually take a break? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I, to be honest with you, I'm, I'm, and this is, this is probably an indictment on myself more than anything. I'm just not wired that way. Um, you know, a break for me is, is, is just doing something that I enjoy, something something small it'll be the smallest of things getting getting caught up on uh uh you know bills and stuff i, I gotta pay my taxes i have to pay i mean not that that's fun trust me um but getting getting all those things in order and getting lined up but I, i'll be honest with you i'm not a big i don't go on a lot of vacations or do anything like that but i am making a commitment this year i'm going to try to play more golf than i and i've said this for the last two years and it has not worked but this year I'll be darned if I don't make a commitment to trying to get as much golf in 
as I possibly can. I really enjoy it. Um, it allows me to get my thoughts together, uh, decompress. And so, you know, that's just a couple hours here or there. I don't need to go to uh, the Maldives or something for some extravagant 10-day vacation. So, <laughs> um, But I do. I also do enjoy just getting back into work. And I cut my teeth in this business as a recruiter. So it's the one area that I really get to compete aside from the games is recruiting. And so I, 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 I'll enjoy that. Once the sun, once I realize that the sun has come back up, I will, uh, I'll dive right into the recruiting and I'll, and I'll enjoy that. So once you figure out what your roster is going to look like a little bit, as you said, you go to work on that tomorrow, do you recruit the transfer portal more than you'd recruit high school students at this point in time? Because it's so different than it was five years ago. Yeah, so different from a year ago even. I mean, um, so it'll be, a lot of it will be dependent upon what that cupboard looks like. What's the makeup? Do we need to be older in a position or so? Uh, have we lost a couple older guys? Do we want to get some young guys? It's just a very delicate thing and very interesting in terms of how to navigate it because even when you look at high school guys, you know, if a high school guy comes in and, and we won 20 games last year, we won 18 games this year on track to win whatever we would have. So you, you, once you've started winning, it's hard for some of these high school guys to come in and play 25 minutes. Right. Well, if they don't, they're going to want to look at moving after one year anyway. So, um, and at the same time, you can't have, you have 13 scholarships, right? You can't have a bench with 13 people that, honestly feel like they should be playing 25 minutes if you do you're going to have mutiny uh so so you can't stockpile some of these transfers so it'll be a delicate uh uh uh, uh dance that we have to uh, a path that we have to navigate once we see who is going to be here and who is not as to who we're going to look at bringing in whether those be transfers or more high school guys see to me too because you can't really see them face to face and they what they haven't been participating in tournaments as much as maybe some you you would almost have more video or more things to look at in a in a transfer portal type situation recruiting them as you would high school am i wrong no 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 question you will be you will be more certain about what a transfer can do than a high school guy at this point Fans, the top 150 guys, right? The top 150 guys, those are program changers for people, so those guys are going to get snagged quickly. Beyond that, there's risk. I mean, there's uncertainty. Again, like you said, you, there was no AAU last year. You haven't been able to go out and evaluate in games. Some teams didn't even play games this season, high school games, right? So there's there, the, the level of uncertainty on high school guys right now is really high relative to these transfers who have – who have played in Division One college games, and more importantly, you this coaching fraternity, you often know someone that is two degrees separated from that person and can verify how does this guy practice? How is he as a teammate? Does he understand things and pick things up quickly? Does he go to class? Is he a capable student? Does he smoke marijuana? You, you, there are a lot of things that you'll be able to find out. You will have you will have ten to one information on transfers versus high school guys at this at this stage. Nice, Lamont. Really appreciate your time, man. Um, go go hit them straight on that golf course and then and, and enjoy. I know it's been one heck of a of a run here for the last I don't know six or seven months. Fun, guys. I I, I appreciate you having me. And and moving forward, if you ever want to have me back, uh, uh, I'll I'll take time of my busy out of my busy golf schedule <laughs> um, i'm gonna i'm gonna hey I, I, the pga the the senior tour i'm um, three years 
I'm not eligible for it for three years. So we'll see if, what that looks like. And, you know, maybe if I get those three years of, of prepping – uh, and then another three years, maybe six years from now, I'll be primed for the for the senior tour. That sounds good, buddy. We, we appreciate <laughs> it, man. Good luck to you. <laughs> thanks, guys. All right. Thanks, guys. Thank we'll you, Lamont. You. Lamont Paris, Chattanooga Mox head basketball coach and all-around good